The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Jackass, the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are just three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Are you guys sad today? <laughs> I think we're no, about to be. We're doing episode it. eight. It's the last, the last episode oh, of season two, you know? The last See, I came in this so before. natural this time that it threw you right off. Yeah, you're really good at playing sad. Why yeah. is that, Chris? <laughs> very, very tortured inside. I literally <laughs> sad, was sleeping last boy. night, or I couldn't sleep, and I was like sitting in bed. I was like, I just feel so lonely right now. <laughs> it was oh, really Jesus sad. Christ. I couldn't sleep at all last night, so I'm a little tired today. But anyways, okay. um, yeah, this episode keep, keep that uh, depression streak going. I think this is the eighth episode now where uh, the intro has been just a sad sack of. <laughs> oh, it's not going to be sad with this fact of, of the day, boys. I, I fucking hope not. Man. No, Let's no, this go, is this, this is a, sa- a fact of the day I'm really excited about. This episode came out on April 8th of the year 2001, as per usual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and right. uh, it, it brought back a lot of nostalgia. It was the 65th U.S. Masters, and Tiger oh. Woods got his second green jacket and sixth major title. And fuck wow. do I miss the days of Tiger Woods just, like, Sunday Tiger was, uh, like, a decade of just enjoyment. I actually totally agree, man. I've never liked golf the way I liked it when Tiger was there. There's something about watching someone who is just so much better than everyone else at what they do. Uh, and we just, you just don't get that in golf anymore. There isn't that like common goal where everyone's watching it. Like, Hey, let's, let's, let's watch just to see this one person do something fantastic. You know, you don't have it anymore. It's yeah. sad. Yeah. You were either you, rooting, so it was rooting sad, for Chris. him or rooting. No, this was happy. Sad. Remembering what it used to be like. You say tomato. Yeah, I say boys. tomato. <laughs> I, I remember Sunday night golf. You remember those interstitial promos they used to put on TV to advertise Sunday night golf? You know, the ones that were like, uh, Sunday night golf coming this Sunday. Tiger Woods, golf, the only sport that'll fuck you through your eyeballs and come out your mouth. Golf, golf, golf. Don't miss it. Sunday. The, all I can picture about that is that they use the uh, those fluorescent golf balls or the gold, yep. the glow in the dark ones. They you know, have to, you know what that made badass. me think of? That like old, uh, that old, like one of the first viral videos. I can't even remember what it is right now, but it was like. Like that was creatine. Uh, power thirst. Oh, power, power thirst. thirst. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, that was picnic Beautiful. face. I went to school thirst. with those guys. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they went to school at, uh, they, they were uh, an improv troupe in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, and they went to King's College, or, or at least a few of them hung out on campus there, yeah. Cool. Beautiful. Merry fist missed. <laughs> my boys, power, power thirst. Uh, yeah. Hey, guess what, boys? See, uh, season two, episode eight. This is, as Chris mentioned, the end of season two. Uh, there's not a lot of jackass TV out there that, believe it or not, there is one more season and then they were donezo with this show. They didn't do any more. So uh, we're, we're blowing through it pretty quick. I guess there is a little bit of somberness here today because, yes, we've been having a lot of fun. But uh, I say we jump right in. You know, let's not reflect on what we're about to say goodbye to but instead yeah. treat this episode 
As we normally, I think, free I think we should really take the bulls by the, the bull it. by the horns and uh, move forward. Uh, you know? See, I was gonna say we should dive right in. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville on the Olympic high dive BMX biking off the top. That looks like a shitload of fun. If you ask me, I'd love to do something like that. Uh, you guys scared of heights? Would you do that? I would do it in a heartbeat. It, I'm not very not very afraid of heights. I'm scared of heights for any single thing. I won't. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like that shit. But for some reason, I will jump off very high ledges into water without any problems. But everything else, I'm scared <laughs> of. I have yeah. no idea what that's all about. Do you guys? Do you guys have that thing in your head where like you know that it's dangerous to fall in water from high things? But I can't. My brain cannot accept that water will hurt you if you fall on it wrong. I'm just like it's water. I can't stand on it. It's not going to hurt me if I land on it. Yeah. Until my dad. Just like we we're talking about the other the other episode, you know, dads on tubes when they just fuck kids up and you skip off water. Yeah, that, that taught that's me true. that lesson. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. Going uh, sixty kilometers an hour and upwards, it turns water very quickly into a hard concrete-like <laughs> surface. Let me tell yeah. you, not a lot of fun. Credits roll, and we are on into bull riding school once again. Now, just to remind you, we've been here before, as Johnny mm-hmm. Knoxville says. We're back in Pomo, California, at the Gary Lafue Bull Riding School, where today I'm going. On to- Johnny is here and he's leaving nothing to the imagination with a bull you know you're going to suit up as a matador if you're going to go in that bull ring and you're going to wear it proud and he's wearing it proud today he's got the red cape and everything what I love about this though in any good dangerous jackass stunt you need to have the training the mandatory training and luckily we've got the rodeo clown here which I love this guy because when Johnny asks him how many matadors have you trained he says oh just a few the conversation continues and we find out after you know he gives him the run out rundown on how to do this he says uh so how many times have you done this oh i've never done it before (laughs) (laughs) which is just beautiful so they're sending johnny into the wild here yeah it's amazing that someone's been around that his whole life and and has never been stupid enough to stand in front of a bull um also can we pay attention to this guy's name the clown is shorty goreham like gore is in a bull goring you he was born into this like he was born to be a clown also do we need them to have face paints what, what where did that start and why do we still do it i can't i can't imagine the bulls are like i'm going for that one with the face paint because fuck clowns i've been afraid of them since my third birthday party and yeah, one of them yeah. stepped on a cake i had it's kind of the, the face paint yeah there you go it's for the audience you know it? like it, that you want your kids to get into bull riding and mm. if they don't oh, have something yeah, entertaining go. like a clown they're gonna be fucking terrified you know like there's no way you're going to raise a bull riding kid. You know when you're a kid and you have that first experience and it completely fucks everything yeah. up for you? You're yep. throwing a clown. That's true. Unless it is the clown. There was a clown that fucked up a lot of experiences for me early in my life, and I'd rather not talk about it. But um, I was just going to say I hated those uh, chilly Canadian mornings getting up at 5 a.m. and my dad would drive me to bull riding school. <laughs> you, you probably know. were out west there, you fucking yeah, redneck. He'd, he'd <laughs> sit there in the bleachers and... Yell at me when the uh, you know. Did you know any bull riders out in Alberta? Honestly, no. Fuck, I wasn't. I wasn't much of a cowboy growing up. Was Although there cowboys I grew up in your in high school? Town. Was there like a? Oh a, fuck, dude. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like there was like the goth, the jocks, and the cowboys. <laughs> yeah, oh, hundred percent. Like Are you it started serious? to d- diminish a little bit by the time I, I was in high school. It was still there, but like you go back uh, to my older brother's generation, <laughs> and no, joking. no word of a lie. There's guys walking around in the school with cowboy hats and like jeans and all that shit, and they're very. They're just a bunch of dickheads, really. Like you know, super cocky, super arrogant. But um, I think that's why I didn't gravitate towards them because they were just always 
shitty people to hang around with. And Feels it was like just that's, like, that's part of their personality. Jay, I'm about to ask you a question and you have the ability, you have the Maybe ability to ones. make my life. You have the ability to make my life with this question. Cause it's a question I never even thought I'd ask. And now that I'm about to ask it, I really hope I get the right answer. But you mentioned that your high school had all these different cliques. You had the goths, you had the cool kids, the drama kids, and the cowboy kids. Now, in my school, sometimes those cliques intersected. So I'm imagining at your school, there were right. some goth cowboys. <laughs> were there any goth I cowboys wish. at your uh, let, let me think. Let me think. Uh, I, I like For entertainment value, I just want to say yes and play into it. But if, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think I encountered one. However, oh, okay. uh, I wouldn't. You, you didn't because you weren't looking in the shadows where they hide, Jay. That's, I was yeah, picturing like, what they looked like as if, as if South Park was drawing a goth cowboy. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it. And yeah. it's hilarious. But... Uh, Oh, it's amazing. Goth cowboys. What, what, what kind of horse would they ride? A oh, black one for uh, sure. A hundred percent. They, they, they with bought like red dead redemption hooves. just to buy like a, a full on black horse with a black mane. Uh, black is midnight. And then they would call it midnight or like, like Morrissey or something like that. Something a goth would do. I don't know. Well, Mike, you know what they say? Once you go black, you never go back. And, That's true. uh, speaking of this, Johnny Knoxville does come back alive, although it is a close, close call. He's uh, thrown into the ring with what he calls the smaller of the two bulls, Mm -hmm. but the meaner. He says this one's meaner, and he says once he learns your tricks, he knows how to get you. So he's not in there very long with the first bull, but then he decides, I want to go for the bigger one. So they bring out the bigger one, and this is where shit gets real, because Johnny panics on the first go. Like, when this thing comes at him, it's such a big bull that uh, he... His by his second attempt here, like he's vaulting this twelve foot fucking fence in one jump because that thing nearly just took him his head clean off. Uh, he actually injures himself vaulting the fence. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's how he it, gets hurt of all the things. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's nuts and it looks scary as hell. Yeah, I you know what? It's funny because I this is another one of those jackass stunts where you know Johnny and Bulls go together like peanut butter and jelly at this point in jackass, like in our lives now. So I was expecting a lot from this one, but it felt a little bit underwhelming. And I don't know if it's just because my memory of of Johnny and the Bulls has gotten so conflated. So I'm just remembering the best parts of all the different stunts from all the different movies. Even even in the trailer that we did the watch along, by the way, if you haven't seen the watch along, go watch Mm -hmm. that on YouTube. And we have the bonus episode going as well. Um, When Johnny gets hit by the bull and does like a quadruple backflip. That is a mo- that moment in and of itself from the trailer is better than anything he does in this one. Um, uh, and that's not really to take away from it because I know you have to build up to it and get the confidence in front of the bulls. But I think I came to this with too much prejudice and too much expectation. And that kind of soured it a little bit for me. What do you think it is with Johnny and bulls? Like there's clearly some love hate relationship. Is it because <laughs> he just he, he loves the rush of potentially getting hurt and knows this is just something that's so out of his control because he goes back to bulls all the time. And I don't really want to be a, put a damper. I understand the danger, but it it doesn't really translate to jackass type stuff as iconic as it is. It's to me, it's not like it's there's something always missing with with the bulls as much as I appreciate the danger. But it just want, time after time after time. I think I'll say something a little bit mm. different after the movie when I see the new movie, because yeah. that one looks gnarly. But they just never really quite do it for me. The bull stunts. I honestly, I think it's something, I think it's like uh, the element of Russian roulette when you're standing in front of the bull. 
It's like you're, you can be as good as you want. You can be agile. You can be, if you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. All that stuff is, but then there's also this element of chaos, which is the bull. Uh, and I think the fact that there's Johnny being as cocky as he is, and then just getting fucking annihilated by these monstrous beasts is very appealing to people. I don't know if it's Johnny loving the bulls. I bet you, if you asked him, do you want to go in front of a bull again? He'd say, absolutely fucking not, but the audience loves it. So he's going to do it. Yeah, definitely. And you know, Chris, it's funny to, to back to your point there to hear you say that you don't feel like it's fits with the jackass kind of brand, if you will. They do use bulls a lot. They use animals a lot in the show just for wherever yeah. they can. Dangerous animals. So it's uh, I don't know. It's it's funny to hear you say that because I always thought like that was more of an iconic part. Like I'm kind of on that side it, of things, too. But um, yeah, Jay, I, I wonder I wonder if you'll agree with me here. Uh, come along with me or, or tell me I'm wrong. But um, are you with me in assuming that uh, Chris is absolutely fucking wrong about what he just said? Like like there's no merit at all to what he just said. Do you, well, do you agree I, with that? His opinion, I just picture, we were talk, talking about goth cowboys a second ago. It sounds like the the real anti-establishment kind of goth yeah. thing that a goth cowboy might say. So It sounds like quite yeah. a goth cowboy thing, Chris. I just yeah. don't like bullies, so and I don't like bulls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, I'm going to go with the rating over the here. Before the puns get worse. I don't want the All puns right, to get I'm going to go with the rating over here, and guys, I do have a question before I do my rating. Okay. What oh, do you shit. think the chances of me giving this a good rating? I think oh. you're gonna. I, I think you are gonna give it a good rating. No, 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 Mikey, Mikey. I know uh, what he's looking uh, for yeah, here. Thanks, you Jay. gotta know what he's looking for here. Thanks, Jay. I'm just gonna put in a clip. I'm just gonna put in a clip and let them do it. Slim, slim to none. Slim to none. <laughs> slim to none. Yep. Slim to none. I'm going well with done. a four out of ten there, boys. Whoa. Okay. Four out right. of ten. Yep. Wow. That's pretty low. But yes, that, it's kind of that's very gothic of you, Chris. It's very <laughs> gothic like, take on this stunt i uh i'm just gonna quickly jump in and i want to give a couple extra points on top of chris's for the rodeo clown which i thoroughly enjoyed <laughs> not yeah. knowing what he's doing but uh man you could really pass off his training as uh, as fully certifiable that guy yep. he's I, I believed him all the way uh not my favorite thing but six and a half or sorry 6.9 out of 10 nice yeah, I, I'm going to go slightly higher than that, even though I didn't love this stunt as it was. Uh, this was the beginning of a legacy for Johnny and for a one of the most iconic stunts in Jackass history. And because of that, I'm giving it similar to what I did with antiquing. You know, I think it's more about what this does moving forward than just this one as it is. So a seven for me. Hey, guys, do you remember being five years old? I sure do. Bam Margera <laughs> does, too. Downhill tobogganing in the summertime. And that's all I got to say about that. Nice Coming up flip. next, it's Human Handrail, Two Dudes in Yellow, Ryan and Brandon. And, is, hey, is that a professional skateboarder? Wait a minute, He's a <laughs> Wyatt's Bam Margera. This reminded me of a Devo music video. So, uh, I had the same note. I wrote the exact same yeah. note. I said this is 100% Devo. hitting each other on the most well, obscure references that happened week after obscure. week. That's not Go watch a Devo music video. Two dudes dressed in yellow, yellow hard hats, yellow rail. They're carrying it around and expecting Bam to come and do some sick grinds in yeah. different locations. All I got to say is talk about some upper body and shoulder strength. Work mm -hmm. those lats, baby, baby. Work those delts. Work those trifocal receptors. Yeah. Get them going. F fitness. Burn sports. yourself out, baby. Have you, have you guys it's ever heard of Man Ramp? Man ramp. Uh, this sounds like a sex thing. No, no, no. There's this like new phenom in, in the world of skateboarding called man ramp. And he comes into a lot of guys' video parts and he's just like 
a little mini ramp and he just like has a little plywood ramp and he just sets oh, them up for all this shit. I've seen, I've seen his TikToks. Oh, yeah, so it, it's actually quite funny. It's in a lot of videos, but it, I thought that was a unique, uh, unique idea until I saw this one again. So again, yeah. Jackass coming through with the, you know, being the pioneers of a lot of these cool things that we see these days. I bet you there's a bunch of fucking zoomers out there who see the trailer for Jackass and think these old fucks, why don't they just go sit on a couch and whittle away a piece of wood? But fuck you zoomers. You'll be there someday. And those are our heroes. God damn it. And you're, you learned everything, you know, about pranks and you could stand to learn a little bit more because your pranks frankly suck. And Jay can talk more about that. Cause he had a great analogy for what pranks are like nowadays. <laughs> it's like, you're fucking my wife. It's a prank, dude. It's just a prank. It's not a prank anymore. Um, you, you mentioned, uh, Chris, that, that, uh, uh, man rail or man ramp, whatever it was, was, uh, was pretty funny. I think that this one speaking of funny wasn't funny, but it was very cool. And mm-hmm. I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I uh, figured out what man ramp is. Uh, so man ramp is where you got like anywhere from. This is a multiplayer game, by the way. Get your friends okay. together for some couch co-op. Anywhere from let's say three to eight dudes, uh, all in the doggy style position, but kind of like uh, torso, upper body can lay flat, and then butt up high in the air, and it's just dudes stacked on top of dude doing butt stuff. Um, oh. Unfortunately, bot- bottom guy doesn't really get to insert, so he's left out. A- a top guy doesn't get an insertion, so there's a little bit of... You gotta get kind of creative, you know, with those parts. There it's, could be some like preferences a, there, yeah. It's like the human centipede of butt <laughs> sex is what it is. That's, at at that's a certain point, we're gonna have so. to review human centipede. Because what does that have that to do with too. this show? What does it's that have to do with this? It keeps coming up as a... Jay, what, 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 do you what mean does anything have to do? It's coming up the first time it came up. No, no. <laughs> we brought up human, up. human centipede like three times on this podcast. Between the three of us, we we brought it up a lot. And I think we do it. I think we I just think, fucking do it. I think Mikey is high. The human centipede slash cable guy podcast? <laughs> okay, now you're on to something. Mm-hmm. I can see that. <laughs> uh, guys, you want to give this one a, a quick rating? Yes, I do. Sounds good. Chris, why don't you go first? You seem pretty eager there. Yeah, I. this is just awesome. I had so much fun watching this. There is a big risk factor because if like when when Dunn's at the bottom of the ramp, if the yeah. other guy like kind of doesn't do his job holding it up, he's taking a fucking metal ramp to the face. Um, I, I like this a lot. I'm giving this an eight and a half out of ten. Amazing. Yeah. I, uh, you know what I'll, I'll, I'll fill in next. I, I agree. I think there was a much more of a risk factor here. There was one kind of hit that you see in the credits that, that you don't see in the main stunt. And I think that's cause they wanted to keep it clean. Uh, not quite as high as you, but I did have some fun with it. I'm going for a 7.5. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think I screwed up on this whole man ramp thing. I excluded women that, I mean, that's not fair. So I think mm. strap ons should be acceptable if the conditions are, are right. I don't think you have to have, and I mean, hey, it could be women, it could be any gender. We don't discriminate here. As long as you got a dongle and you can insert it, uh-huh. I think I think you could get in on man ramp. I mean, uh, we got to rename not? it then. It can't be man ramp. It could then. be woe man ramp. Woe man ramp. How about People person ramp? ramp? Person ramp. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, look at us. Progress. I'm so fucking. I'm so fucking forward. Or what's what's the word these days? PC. I'm so politically correct these days. You I'm are fucking I can really, tell. really fucking doing a good job. <laughs> I never say anything offensive whatsoever. And I'm just no, fucking, never. I just want to make sure everybody knows how much I don't fucking care about all you fucking losers these days. I oh, mean, wow. sorry, ooh, sorry, my bad. Well, oh, you just kind of tipped your hand a little bit there, Chris. I didn't, what? 
I didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I said nice oh, things. Oh, okay. No, yeah. maybe I just misheard you. I'm not yeah, sure. Sorry, sorry. Not sure. Yes, you did. Jay, Definitely. what are you what are you going for a review on this one? Oh shit! Yeah, the rating. Uh, I don't know. Six. How's that? How's a six? Six, six sounds great to me. All right. Man rap, eh? Man rap. <laughs> Speaking of man rap, I, I got the perfect candidate for man rap uh, coming up next right here. You, you guys happen to... I, I, serious question here, boys. Mm-hmm. I know we joke a lot on this podcast. I know that, you know, it, it's a joke podcast. It's the jackass. We're not here to just fucking talk politics, right? No. No, that's not why we're here. Uh, but I do have a very serious question. Are you boys ready to party? Well, Jay, I was—I I thought, thought you'd, you'd never, never ask. ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready to party, boys, because party boys at the rodeo too. Yeah, we can't leave them out. I'm right, party boy, getting ready to break out of my pen and party. Let's party. The cowboys here have pretty much. They're, they're going to tie him up. They're going to hog tie him and brand him is what they're going to do here. Now, I can't imagine that this was actually a real hot iron because I've seen a video before of a dude actually getting branded. And after that happens, the skin looks like a burnt marshmallow. I think Pontius would have been howling, but it was entertaining to see them, you know, chase him down with the horses, lasso him. Do the do the branding quote? No, they, quote they explicitly on. said beforehand that they that they uh, they were not actually branding we, well, him. I think it was like Bam, We've seen Bam get a dick farm on his fucking. Right, <laughs> he's like dick you farm. Did a dick farm on my Oh ass. fuck yeah! I forgot about that. Oh, you're so right. So yeah, oh, that man. definitely Jesus. wasn't a real branding, but it, it no, definitely no, it wasn't. But I I think this one was more about the uh, the the pageantry, and I really enjoyed it. I think Pontius being Pontius dancing for a bull is just that's worth the price of admission in and of itself. And dancing for cowboys uh, out there, it just is like if, if just Johnny didn't quit him, like man. suck it up and do all this tough shit in front of them, that wouldn't have flied very well. But they just yeah, they, they earned the respect and able to be able to do those types of things for that type of person, and it's just I, fucking I hilarious to see him the juxtaposition of him. In that scenario, running through the mud with bare feet and doing his bam dance or his uh, Pontius dance, I love it. And running it. out yeah. of there so fast when the bull comes, so oh, fast yeah, he wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah, I got to give him props. Like like you said, Chris, it takes a lot of guts to get in there, and uh, he he does what what uh, Knoxville does. Pontius will follow. He's never he's never afraid to show you know show the audience that he means business. I love it. I uh, got to give him credit. But uh, speaking of giving credit for something, boys, this next stunt was the first time I think watching Jackass for me personally that I had to just stop for a minute and decide if I wanted to continue watching the rest of the stunt. That has not really? happened to me. I was getting uncomfortable on this next one. I'm Steve-O, and this is bobbing for jellyfish. So uh, seriously, Manny, how bad of an idea is bobbing for jellyfish? It's a very bad idea. The jellyfish are poisonous. They sting real hard, and the poison is intended to do bodily harm. That's how they kill things with it. I love Manny. He's always got just these straight, you know, <laughs> one zero one zero one one logical facts. Just this is a statement I'm making, you know. I love it. He's very, he's very to the point. Um, but here's the interesting part. As many of you know, the treatment when you get a jellyfish sting is to pee, pee on me. That is the solution. That'll fix you up. So Steve-O pees into a gallon jug. He wants to see how much he can load up in there. Boys, I'd say he really dominated that one, wouldn't you? Yeah, that was some dark that's, piss. That's he, he needs to drink some water, man. Yeah. He needs to drink some serious water. Oh, it was dark, yeah. yeah. So here we go. Uh, that, was as, that was as dark as a goth cowboy's hat. Yes. Well said. Um, Thank you, Mikey. Tell me about uh, t- tell the audience here how they how to catch a jellyfish. 
Well, here, first of all, I think it's important to point out that you know this is a crazy fucking stunt when during the stunt, during the show Jackass, where we've already had the warnings at the beginning, they have another warning at the bottom yeah. of the of the screen saying, hey, in case you missed it, don't ever fucking try this. And but then basically they Manny even and saying then, afterwards again, yes, don't ever yeah. do this. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. And it so they catch a bunch of jellyfish, which notoriously just Anyone who's been stung by a jellyfish says it's one of the most unpleasant experiences they, they, they've ever been through uh, and until the pee comes and then they actually kind of enjoy it quite a bit. Well, have on you how ever got paid. stung by a jellyfish? No, have you? Yeah, I was like, Ooh. I was on vacation when we were in Cancun and I was like hooking up with this girl and I realized I didn't have a oh. condom. So I saw a jellyfish floating by and decided oh, okay. that would. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got a little, you know. <laughs> Chris, knowing wait, the girls wait, you hook up with, the sting didn't come from the jellyfish. It came from whatever she had been through. I, I was going to say I wanted to hear that how that story ended. I was I was taking you seriously, Chris. I was giving oh, you the benefit of yeah, the doubt. No, no, I'm know. definitely not wrapping one of those. No, fuck. No, I don't no, even wrap up my. Don't, don't wear condoms to. in general. Never mind putting a fucking jellyfish <laughs> I on was, there. Fuck that. I was playing into the bit. I was just playing into the bit. I thought maybe you know you'd play along too, but uh, no, I'm just the fucking idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> Not as much of an idiot as Steve-O because no. his choice to actually do this is just mind-boggling. There's nothing like – you know what's weird about it is, yes, I was concerned for his face and his well-being, uh, his nerves. But it, there's also – I was concerned about the jellyfish. They made a point to say, hey, Manny, like do you think there's any chance we're going to be hurting these jellyfish? And Manny says no. Oh, but yeah. I'm like, you're biting them. You're bu- – like I think that would hurt. Like – I, there's no way that the jellyfish aren't getting hurt. This just felt like it was uncomfortable for everyone. And I understand Jay, that you had this weird feeling of like, I don't even know if I want to watch this. Um, oh, but I that didn't, didn't come immediately though. That comes in the second part. Like mm-hmm. the first part I was all right. It's, it's yeah. what's coming that. So we'll what was, what was the tipping point for you? <clears throat> well, okay. Jellyfish in the fish tank on the boat, right? He's got his head in there. He's rubbing it around. Like, you know, he's hasn't, he's a, he's been wanting to eat some, uh, I need a euphemism for vagina, mm. like a good one. Like I need a real good. Chris, you're good at these. Give me fur a good burger. Uh, fur burger. Yeah, he's hungry for some fur burger, and he's just <laughs> rubbing his face everywhere. He's just like, mm, yeah. Oh, that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. And he comes up, and yeah, he's agitated. His face is red. It's gonna blister up later, they say. And um, oh, side note too, they even <laughs> while Steve-O's saying, "Oh, it hurts so bad," they're like, "Hey." Hey, don't spit on the camera. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the tipping point. He then decides, well, this isn't enough. It's time for the jellyfish yamaka, which was hilarious. <laughs> all I had to do was picture what that was going to be like. Because I'm already thinking about what a jellyfish sting must feel like. And I'm thinking, yeah. you're going to put this fucking thing on your bald head. Dude, come on. I was getting uncomfortable. I don't know why. I didn't expect that, but it got to me. Yeah, I, I get it. I mean, you could even tell like once the pain starts to come through to him, he's in so much pain, he can barely even talk and he can barely react it like, you know, Steve-O is is one like he he goes through a lot, but usually he can kind of like play a character or a bit while it's happening. And this he kind of just shut down. Like yeah. this was no joke. This one. Well, the, the worst um, part. Sorry, Mikey, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go for it. Go for uh, it. The, the worst part to me is that it's like when he comes out the first time. He's like, oh, that wasn't that bad. And and then, you know, seconds go by, time goes by. And then the one girl says, it's really going to come in in about 20 minutes. So before he even felt the full effects of it, he decides to do the yarmulke after. So, yeah. like, we yeah. didn't even see the real full effects of the pain. And he I, he committed before he even realized how much more it was going to hurt, which is just yeah. 
Like this is Steve-O stepping the fuck up, if you ask me. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, things are kind of dying down a little bit and he comes with just a fantastic line. Let me pour some pee on myself that you should say that <laughs> once in every jackass sketch. Why not? Let's have yeah. more of that. Yeah. Close your mouth though, says Manny, which I love. Um, <laughs> boys, I'm just going to jump in with my rating here because Go I got to, I got to tell you all this stuff, the being uncomfortable, all of that being said, eight and a half out of 10. And the main reason it's so high is because he handled it so fucking well. No bitching, no complaining about it the whole way through. Even when he was in clearly so much pain, he didn't, he didn't, uh, he barely showed it. And, um, I, he even asked, like you said, Mikey, did we harm any fish at the end? Like this is a real pro right here. He, he handled it. So props to Steve-O. I love it. You know what? I'm right there with you, man. There was something about this one as painful as it was and as outrageous as it was. This was just hardcore Steve-O being Steve-O. Always nice to see Manny. I'm I'm giving this one an 8.5 as well. I'm going 0.5 higher than you guys. This was buddy. Yeah. This is the epitome of, of what I like out of jackass. It's taking something and leveling up and going harder. He would, I would have gave this a great rating with just the the bobbing alone never mind the yamaka part and the fact that he's like this is the center part this is where it's the worst and puts that like he did not need to do that and no. for him to just really step it up he got a great shot already this is this is jackasses being the biggest jackasses they could be so i yeah. gotta give the respect for that i love it i love it i love it i love it love it i love it I love it too. But you know what? You know what I don't love? An angry Preston Lacey. Now, it's Preston <laughs> way he's like this is extreme close up. He's telling a story. Preston, you can step back a couple feet to tell the story. It's okay. Um, but he says he woke up and my face was flat on the ground. It's like he's in the middle of a story and the dude holding the camera, he says it looks like a dude rubbed his shit all over your face cuz he's, you know, he's he's dirty from laying on the ground. But then when the guy says this, Preston looks into the camera and those eyes, look at those eyes. It, it reminded me immediately, and this is a deep cut, but that scene from Dirty Work where Norm eats the bad brownies and then meets Adam Sandler oh as the devil. Yeah. I don't remember his eyes yeah. are on fire. There's, he's, it's genuine, like, fuck you for saying that to me. How dare you insult me? It's like his ego is just like... <laughs> throbbing and oh man i don't know we've talked about preston and his anger issues before but you get a tinge of that right here Oh, I, I just looked up the picture of uh, Norm Macdonald. I can see what you're saying. <laughs> it's you funny because there's an interstitial we'll talk about later where you see in eyes of some character in Jackass that, like, it's the first time I've seen him look really mad. But anyways, oh, we'll get okay. to that later on. But hey, boys, when you step onto the high dive for high dive part two, you might want to close those eyes if you're a little bit scared because, uh, hey... Let's be honest, though. There's no reason to be scared when Bunny the lifeguard is here. You know you're in good hands, <laughs> and he certainly is. I love how he's just telling off the other lifeguards. Like, you know, they're in the background. He's like, you know, these guys are the lifeguards of the facility here, but I am the personal lifeguard of these daredevils. And if they step on my feet while I'm guarding, they're the ones that are going to need rescuing. This is fun. This is just basically like the boys having a day out at, at the ramp at the lake, but they're exactly. doing it on a high dive. Everybody's bringing different means of transportation, but in the end, they're all ending up in the same place. Boys, of the list of things you saw here, uh, Chris, tell me, what was your favorite jump? Like, what was your favorite trick oh. or, you know, item that got taken off the board? There was, I mean, the, the Steve-O front flip 
was pretty impressive, but I have to give it just because I had a question and this is a serious question. You know, you look at life in certain perspectives is, is the diving board technically double the size for Wee man. Cause he's half as tall as all of us. <laughs> so like for him, that's uh, literally, okay. is that literally double the size? Cause he sees it as twice as high. So well, if, if that if is the case, it it's way. gotta be him because he did a double height to jump off the fucking diving board. <laughs> that's interesting. You know, he won't quit get, uh, he won't accelerate to the peak velocity as fast as everyone else either though. Cause he's got less weight. So you got to factor that in too, right? Like if God. Preston went off there, it would be like, Dropping a like a lead weight off the you know, but I heard, I thought um, things are. I think Sorry. yeah, I think I think you both need a physics lesson. Um, but I'm here ah. for it, <laughs> and I fucking love it. Um, th- man, that's that's just a funny. I, I love that. I love the I love the idea that like that like imagine imagine you have you have Steve O jumping, you have Steve O jumping from the 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 main height, and then you have a a uh uh. uh God, I painted myself into a corner. Regular sized member of the Jackass crew from double <laughs> right. that height. That, and then I Preston, love that guy. He's my favorite. Preston Lacey from three times as high because he weighs three times as much. And they all jump at the same time and land at the same time, which is <laughs> just such a fucking yeah. funny idea. You didn't get that on your uh, high school <laughs> physics final exam? Well, didn't Did they say like one? if you drop a, like, like a rock versus like a feather, which I don't believe that they would land at the same time with the, the terminal velocity laws, but a feather yeah. wouldn't be differently aerodynamic. So I don't see something of the same aerodynamics, but yeah, different yeah, yeah, weights yeah. would actually yeah. hit the ground at the same time. When, when you're in the air, you're weightless. So it does, you don't, don't fall not, faster. No, you're not. You still weigh. No, you're weightless when you're in the air, when you're falling. fucking ooh. Fuck, let, ju- let me jump in the fucking air all the time, then. Now I'm fucking be a skinny person finally. What the fuck? <laughs> Makes no sense. You're the same fucking weight. I don't care about your dumbass science. <laughs> fucking Einstein over here fucking dorking it up. Fucking Mikey, grow a mustache, you fuck. What was, what was your favorite? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. That pissed me off. <laughs> Christ, open the can hates, of worms. He hates knowledge, and he's always... It's not knowledge, it's fake news. It's a real weak spot news. for him. Anyway, continue. Mikey, favorite, favorite attempt. What was yours? You know what? I, I I think one of my favorites, believe it or not, was was Bam hanging off of the ledge and, oh. and doing his jump. And the reason yeah. for that is because the the easiest thing to do would be to just run off and jump. Fine. But the fact that he goes and hangs and has to like be the the creator of his own demise and then have that weird momentum shift where he's pushing himself to and from to try not to hit the thing right underneath him. That was pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. I like that one. That was sketchy for yeah, sure. That was, that was some real stealth action gameplay right there. Good, <laughs> good thing no unsuspecting guards were passing by that ledge. Oh, I think I heard something. <laughs> yeah, someone should have jumped off in a, uh, in a, uh, in a cardboard box. Yeah. Just a la Metal Gear. But uh, I'm just going to run down a few of the other attempts here just for the audience's sake. We had the classic umbrella, which we've proved before, does not save you in a fall. I'm sorry. That, you was, that his, one was great, though. I like that one. You do whatever you want. It doesn't work. Uh, one-legged Dave England. This must have been around the time they filmed the one-legged sketch. Uh, a wee man, and I think, I, I don't know who that was. Was that Aaron? But they were wearing matching uh, Speedos. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Steve-O on a pogo stick, Aaron on a scooter, and Chris, you mentioned you like the front flip Steve-O did. We didn't mention, however, that he's dressed up in the full Stars and Stripes gear with stilts on. So he's got, imagine a pair of pants that goes the length of a stilt that's basically the red and white stripes. <laughs> that's got to be a great American business flag. model. I'm going to make these pants that are only going to work with stilts. Like, how many of those things Dude, are you ever yeah. going to fucking sell? Oh, well, you really corner the market, man. <laughs> 
what's really impressive here though is that he does a real dive like he doesn't just like stilt dive in like we mentioned i that's funny i we mentioned this on the show before what would happen if you just you know jumped on stilts and landed yeah. in a pool but anyway he, he does like a real head first dive so uh he pulls it off it's pretty impressive yeah no it was Should great we... it was great let's uh Should yeah let's jump, jump into a review on this one i think Let's do it. I'll cool. go first. I haven't like gone it, yeah. first yet. I haven't gone first yet. Uh, this is one of the the peak jackass stunts where you just have a bunch of people doing fun things. I'm thinking about the muscle stimulator. I'm thinking about the uh, I'm thinking about the the loop. I'm thinking about the slingshot where everyone is just getting in on the fun and having a good time. And it's as though they forget the cameras are there. And I always think those are the best ones. Uh, I'm giving this one also an eight and a half out of ten. I just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and that's basically what I think it was designed to do. Um, I would love to go and jump off a high dive and do, you know, ridiculous things like this, but I'm not going to go much higher than a 6.9 out of 10. Not that I don't think it's deserving of higher. I just, uh, I don't, I don't know what it was. I don't know, boys. It was fun. It had me smiling, but I needed something more to, to make it like either dangerous or, I don't know. I'm just being fucking. Don't no, listen get, to me. No, I don't get it. I, I, I honestly, there was there was a little lack of danger. It was like they were having so much fun that it was almost like, well, then what what is the danger here? Like, I, I, they're they're just having a good time. Is that enough? I I, I get that, but yeah. I also I like watching people have fun because I'm not a, a goth cowboy who grew up in Alberta. Yeah. Like you. Right. Yeah. Right. And my, you know what? Much like Chris hates knowledge, I hate fun. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Chris, your turn. Um, I, I to me, this was a better version of when they were all sitting by the ramp. There was more oomph. There was more flair. The same amount of fun. And I think, if I remember correctly, I gave that one about like an eight and a half or a nine. And I, so I, I have to go higher than, than which one? The, the slingshot, Chris? Or, uh, or no, the day at the ramp when they were all just sitting the, around, digging around, going off all the different cards. The and, loop? No, no that, the yeah, loop. that was the slingshot two and three whatever it was on the last episode whatever either way i'm going a nine and a half out of ten on oh. this one because i just have so much fun watching this and there was danger that bam thing was sketchy if he dropped it for momentum he's hitting the side of the pool and you know it's gonna hurt i just i had a good time watching this nine and a half out of ten for me nice i like it and i see which one you're saying wow. you're saying the lake jump and yeah, yeah you gave that one a nine yeah. yeah exactly see i'm not just a fucking pretty face science boy I <laughs> fucking Bill well, Nye boys, over here. <laughs> after a long day at the pool, it's natural to get a little sleepy-eyed on the ride home. That's why the boys in the van, two of our, our favorites here, have fallen asleep. Wee Man and Bam are sleeping in the back. And uh, this next appearance of an item on the show gave me a little tinge of nostalgia. When was the last time either of you thought of a super soaker? Because they've oh, got man. one. Love those things. I love man, them there's so just much. Some, I remember when I was a kid going to Toys R Us. And uh, seeing they had like, this was the fucking, you know, 90s, 2000s mm-hmm. era. And they things were getting extreme, man. Extreme. So they had these super oh, yeah. soakers that were like fucking gun turrets that you'd have to lay down and operate. Yes. They had oh, these water shit. jugs that would like sit beside you and it was like a chain gun and you would roll the crank. It was just nuts. What, Amazing. I never, I never had anything like that, but man, did I fucking want You, you didn't need it. All you needed was like, I think it was called like no, the Super Soaker 350 or something. It was that iconic green, yellow, and orange. Yeah, that oh, yeah, up yeah, one. Just, yeah. That's all you fucking needed. Man. I love that so, thing so much. They're basically just spraying each other in the face just to wake each other up. I love Wee Man's reaction. He just kind of opens his eyes and then he just points. points. That's just what I was finger talking of about. Judgment. That's what I, I was knew talking that's what about. You were going for because that finger, he didn't even say anything, but it creeped me the fuck out. Like it was yeah. badass. I'm gonna get you at some. Like you fucking know what you did, <laughs> and it freaked me out, man. I don't know. Like you know, 
I, I agree. I think that was a, that was, that was, uh, I've never seen Wee Man as intimidating as he was right there. Like if, if, if he did that to me, I would go through my house and throw out every stepladder I own because there's not a chance I'm letting him get close. Oh, I, instead of a baseball bat, I grab a chopstick and just fucking take it to him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys, uh, wait, I got a question for you. It might be a bit of a rhetorical one. But yeah. What good is a hand job without a hand? Mm. It's just a job. No one loves their job. No, that's right. And uh, if Aaron McGahee doesn't get his hand removed from the bottom of this car tire fast, he might be given nub jobs for the rest of his life. I like to call this one hand off. Can you guys come here? I was just jacking up my car and it fell on my hand. Luckily, it's just a fake hand, boys. Don't worry. This is a good old-fashioned prank, after all. Uh, What I gotta say, though, is him in the parking lot, you know, with the hand under the tire, he says it fell when he was jacking it up. He's asking people to come help. He's not selling very good. Right off the bat, I don't believe him that he's actually got his hand under a car. Here's what I think about this. I think the original prank, he was gonna pull and leave the hand under the tire and freak the people out. That's what I thought, too. But here's what I think happened. The, the genuine concern and, and good people that came around to help when the girl came, he's like, no, ma'am, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. Because he started seeing how hard they were working at trying to literally lift a car and this crowd gets big. And I think in the midst of it, he realized he bit off more than he could chew because he was going to, he felt so bad for how hard these people were really trying to help him out. And he didn't want to fucking follow through with the whole thing. I think that's yeah. what happened. I think, I think he got a little bit cold, a little bit of cold feet. Uh, and the whole thing kind of went off the rails because of it. But like, here's the thing, just go do it again in another parking lot. Like this one didn't work. I I don't know why this one made it into the show. It was a pretty good idea, but even like, I don't even get what, what their end game would have been. Say he does pull his hand away. Then what? Like that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why this one's in there. This one just felt a little bit lazy. The one redeeming moment is when he's sitting there and everyone's trying to help him. And that really genuinely good person who's desperately trying to lift the car up on his own uh, is great. And he, and Steve or uh, uh, Aaron goes to him and says, can you rub my back a little? Well, he's (laughs) like that. That was a really funny comment. But apart from that, um, I, this, this was disappointing for, for a season that has had Aaron, uh, in a lot of really good sketches. This one was a definite low point for me. I love the, uh, if you guys caught it, the, um, extended lore behind this, this stunt here. Cause if you've caught it, he says, someone says, call nine one one. And he immediately says panicked. No, please don't yeah. call nine one one. I just got thinking, okay, this character he's playing is in trouble with the law. And if he yeah, gets nine one one called, he's gonna have to go to jail. <laughs> he's good. He's good at improv, but uh, like Aaron, like he's in the meter fairy, especially was a great example of that. Uh, I wanted uh, give us a why, like say something really outrageous and let the people like, oh fuck, I can't believe I'm helping this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't call the cops; they'll find them in my basement, and then all of a sudden see whether or not they're gonna help you. Still, yeah, yeah. Overall, though, uh, just to give her a quick rating. I don't, I agree with you, Mikey. It's almost like, why did they put it in? I think the answer to that might be that maybe they just felt they went to so much effort to do a fake hand that they, you know, didn't want to throw it out. But yeah, it fell flat for me as well. Probably not going to go much higher than honestly, just a three and a half out of 10 for this one. Yeah, I'm going even lower than that. I'm going to two and a half. The premise itself was lazy and the, uh, and the end result was just not impressive. Uh, I'm going with a four as much as I think it failed seeing the genuine reactions of people and how it 
put someone who's so good at doing pranks into such an awkward position. I found some comedy in that. Um, but like you guys said, it, nothing really landed, but I, I did get a little kick out of that. Cause I just saw him sweating and panicking and it's kind of funny when you're like, Oh fuck, I'm in way too deep right now. Yeah. So that's my yeah, number. Yeah. That's fair. All right. So this next one, it's a bit of a sensitive subject perhaps, but I think I'm going to turn to Chris to maybe, I don't know, do the explaining here because Chris rollerbladers, when you were a skater, Fruiter I'm going to assume them. you, you fucking hated them, right? Yeah. yeah. They're called fruiter booters. <laughs> okay now back in the day back in the old 90s um yeah if you rollerbladed people were gonna give you shit that's just the way it was um i don't know Perfectly. what it is about yeah, can you explain the anatomy of that like what is it about a rollerblade or seeing hey, chris, someone on rollerblades before, that sets before you, you off? answer that before you answer that chris you find it kind of weird that Jay's really defending rollerbladers right now. Yeah, he definitely. Maybe, he, uh, maybe he'd put on Mikey, that old whoa. black cowboy hat and yeah, uh, yeah, strap on the old hatless chaps and just fucking fruit boot around town. Mikey, I can't believe you, a fellow professional skateboarder, as am I, as we've established on this program, is accusing me of being a rollerblader. You know that I I kick flip and uh, make twisty with the best of them. I hit you- the the ramps. Yeah, no, I can tell. I can tell, man, the confidence with which you say it. Uh, But did you ever try to skateboard with your rollerblades on? Because that, my friend, now that's a skill. Okay, so then what happens here, though? So, Chris, rollerbladers, not cool. Skateboarders, really cool. What happens when you combine them? Does it just cancel each other out? Well, there was was one saving grace for rollerblading that kind of gave it some authenticity, and that was Blade from Streets of Rage 2. True, He was definitely everybody's favorite character, and he was cool as fuck, so... I mean, it kind of, you know, he kind of like, you know, he made me stop calling him fruiter booters, to be honest. But um, (laughs) it's this this was a fucking cool thing to see. It looked very challenging. I mean, maybe the payoff wasn't that well, but I would not want to fucking do that. Number one, I just don't want to put on fruiter boots to begin with Mm -hmm. and then actually fucking try and execute that would not be very fun. I I just need to uh, I I. I refuse to associate myself. Uh, look, a lot of things over the last five minutes that were said were fairly offensive. I understand that you have to take what we're saying tongue in cheek. Uh, most offensive of all of them, and I need to distance myself from this, uh, is the fact that Chris, if you were just listening, uh, called the rollerblader from Streets of Rage Blade. His name is obviously Eddie Skate Hunter, uh, and and I need to make sure that of oh. all the things that have been said yeah, in this well, episode, I distance myself from that no, no, first. No, 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 no. Give really? Oh my god! Cut him some slack. I feel like that's like a, one of those man. Mandalorian effects. Oh, oh Mandela effects. Mandela. <laughs> this is the way? Mandalorian oh, Mandela effects. effects. Jesus Christ. I was just going to yeah. say, this was also the time of American gladiators. He may have been, what he should have said is everybody's favorite American gladiator, Blade, of course. I, uh, yeah, fair, fair. Or what was that? Iceman or Ice was pretty cool. Or Hawk. Hawk was pretty awesome. <laughs> you just got me thinking of Dodgeball now. Let me introduce to you my new Laser. team. Taser. Blade. Oh, laser. That was the coolest gladiator. (laughs) Would you smash any of those gladiator chicks, even though they're super muscular and could probably fucking put you in a box and crap? They would be doing the smashing, Chris. I agree. That's just, yeah. I agree. Um, You know what I find very fitting is that. we're talking about this concept of uh, t- concept of mixing skateboarding and rollerblading, uh, really. but we're not talking about the sketch, and yeah. that's <laughs> fitting because the sketch somehow was terrible. It yeah. has Daving. This, you know what? This is the season of Stevo. I'm going to call it. Stevo owns this season better than uh-huh. anyone. Dave England is the new Ryan Dunn. <laughs> 
He's oh, awful in this season. I he's like really it. bad in this season. Yeah, like he's, that's true. He, he, I don't know if it's that the crew didn't let him kind of let loose the way he was, like be as weird and quirky as he was in season one. Maybe they thought that didn't land as well, but that's what makes him. And there's no personality showing in any of his stunts, this one included. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got to agree with you too, Mikey, though. Like, I wanted to see something funny happen here, and nothing really does. The only thing I could point out was there's one, uh, he's, you know, at the skate park, he goes over a little bump, and he kind of just penguin slides down the other side instead of, like, bailing. I thought, yeah. oh, that was, that was a good recovery right there. But yeah. other than that, there was nothing, yeah. And I did like at the end when he said, surf BMXing is up next. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, you, you know, a little bit of the humor. Like that. That's yeah. it. I want more lines like that. We love um, the Dave England humor, so... Yeah. yeah. So Jay, why don't you start us off on a review on on this one? Yeah, I gotta go low as well uh, for this one. It's another miss, unfortunately. I, I would even say it's lower than the last one. I'm gonna go with two and a half out of ten on this one. Yeah, two and a half. I think. Listen, no, fuck I, it. I've, two. I'm going down to two. I'm sorry. I just thought about it. It doesn't even deserve the half point. Sorry, Dave. I like you it. did better. I love listen, you, buddy. We, we need to be mean on this one because we the, the same. You guys know I love Dave England. But I'm hard on him when he doesn't live up to his potential. And this is proving what I was doing with Ryan Dunn in the first season. Uh, Got to be hard on Dave. I expect more from my guy. I'm giving him a one and a half on this one. Great concept, but he's had a lot of great concepts and his personality is not shining through. One and a half out of ten. I am going with my lowest score ever at a one out of ten. Oh, boy. Didn't wow. have anything. And I don't like fruit or booters, so <laughs> suck it, Dave England. <laughs> Guys, I'm not even surprised at all that we went that low. I, I anticipated that, and I'm glad nobody wanted to play the Joker and say 10 out of 10, artistic yeah. masterpiece, because it, it certainly was not. Um, but hey, after a long day of uh, rollerblade uh, skateboarding, you, you're going to get tired. You're going to get a little sleepy-eyed in the van again. <laughs> you don't fall asleep in the van. It's a big mistake when you're around the jackass crew. Super Soaker at point blank, point blank to Chris Pontius here. Uh, they call it a wet dream. What I love, though, is that Pontius doesn't even move. Just yeah. takes the shot and keeps sleeping. A wet dream. <laughs> it's a true... Uh, he's, he's a trooper, that guy. Or he's very hungover. That was other. a wet dream. And he just, like... Fuck, why'd you have to say that? I can't even get mad now. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, talk about a wet dream, boys. Rab himself riding a Zamboni naked. Buck naked. Well, don't forget about the little red cape, of course. This is an actual hockey game, I'll point out too, by the way. People in the stands. Yep. Uh, Rab loves being naked, it turns out. Uh, And uh, people love seeing him naked, I I guess. Uh, This one was, uh, was, I think maybe a little longer than it needed to be, uh, unlike his cold, shriveled penis. But uh, <laughs> I also don't understand why they didn't call this one Zamboner. They should have. Oh, um, no, missed wow. opportunity. Yeah, that's a definitely yeah. a missed opportunity. Yeah. That's um, kind of become his thing now, though, hasn't it, eh? Just it, like, yes. I'll just be naked. Like, he did the, uh, was, that might have been Jackass the movie, but there's the bungee wedgie, right? He did that. Yeah, but he like, did that. Other one. than that, I can't really think like shopping carts, I guess, but No, they just well, he did he I think he did one where he was uh uh like playing in the water it, where where the the water was flooded, remember in front of Ape and Phil's house and he was pretending like he was like oh, Lord of the Flies yeah. or something. But yeah. yeah, I don't I don't need to see too many more of these. Uh it's just, it's fine. The weirdest part about this one is is that he jumps into the chemical water from the Zamboni which like you it, does he grow a third arm after that? Just because like that is the nastiest water you can jump into. 
Is it chemical water? I don't know, Steve-O might say something a yeah. little bit different after jumping into the shit water from the la- you, end of last here, episode. Here's the thing. You might almost rather jump in that water than the chemical water because Not of how- chemical cleans. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> chemical kills. It, yeah. Sometimes it cleans a bit too well. Says the guy who hates knowledge. Mikey, yes. what would you rather jump into, honestly? <laughs> You're saying that, but would you rather fucking jump into the shit water or the fucking Zamboni water? Um... Yeah, the Zamboni water. <laughs> I think probably. I fucking hate knowledge too. Fuck knowledge. Exactly. No need to ask me that question. Let's move on. Uh, Johnny Knoxville in ice. <laughs> well, Mike, you're challenging sledding. me, Jay. You were on my side. I knew you were. Like, you're always on my side. You're my good friend. Right, no, he's right, saying right. no need because he's always going to choose the shit water, Chris. That's the joke. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I was finally Chris found the spreadsheet that we've been talking about for so long, and I kind of got a little sidetracked. <laughs> hates hates knowledge, loves friendship. That's what I gotta mm. say. I'm Johnny Knoxville. And this is Ice Block Sledding. The final stunt of the night, boys, and our send-off for Season 2, Episode 8, Believe It or Not. We've made it. Let's let's talk about it, though. Let's spend a little time here, or maybe not. I don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I didn't. I thought this would be better. I'm a little disappointed, the, I, honestly. I did, too. You know what? It looked like a lot of fun, but we had our fun sketch in this one. You know? We had our sketch where they're jumping off the, off oh, yeah. the, uh, the, the, the diving board. There isn't a ton to say about this one except cool concept without very much happening otherwise. The most important thing I think we can talk about in this sketch yes, is- Yes, here it comes. What is with Chris Pontius's haircut? I know you're, oh. you're yeah, I, I, mm. I we'll get into the next okay, bit fine. later, but Chris Pontius' haircut in this full, in this whole episode, I was thinking like, oh, it looks weird in this. It's probably just messy. No, he's going for a certain style and it looks terrible. What would you say that style is? There's nothing uh, Pontius could do that looks terrible. Mikey, shut your fucking mouth. I would say, I would say, uh, like Doug Gilmore mullet with less swag. <laughs> That's so okay. sexy though. The no, fucking, no, not, the not the way Chris Pontius has it, but oh. he's not a hockey player. Doesn't matter. Chris Pontius could be anything he wants. He's been a fucking bunny, a chief, a lifeguard, <laughs> a fucking sex role model. He could be whatever the fuck he wants, man. He owns I do, it. I do love that they have to uh, tape his butt crack so that they don't <laughs> blur it out. And this is this because I, I kept noticing when anyone was wearing a jock strap, they had like a line. And I was like, what is that? And they, you see them duct taping it. And that's so they yeah. don't have to blur out the butt in the ah. middle of the stunt, which is what a weird way around it. And what a weird uh, nod towards censorship being absolutely yeah. ridiculous. It is a ridiculous uh, system for sure. Back in the day, the TV was very aggressive on censor. You have to, re- you have to remember that there's a different yeah. time. Like there was so much you could not do. Um, but I got to say, give them props for thinking, hey this is a block of ice we're riding down a grassy hill on let's do it you know as naked as we can possibly do and see how much of our ass skin gets ripped off by the end which i love pontius and knoxville riding tandem on a block that's a good image it's just hilarious but i think boys what we all want to talk about here is not so much the ice block sledding that's taking place uh but what happens afterwards and this is chris pontius riding down what looks like a slip and slide on an ice block into a dirty shitty river and then he immediately asked to be hosed off. Can I hose myself off or something? I don't know. Yeah. You guys got a hose? You want to hose him off? I don't know where this hot grandma came oh from. Oh, my God. I, I don't know if I'd call her a hot. This is like your um, stereotypical lives in a home is, you know, kind of at the end of her days type of grandma. You know, turtleneck sweater. But she's hosing off Pontius. I have never seen an old woman smile. Like, all of her wishes have just come true. She's the happiest grandma I've ever seen in my life. She is so goddamn excited to be hosing off Pontius. Oh, grandma. Oh. Oh. Wait, wait, front. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, you want to come in and get in the shower then? <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's inviting you to the shower. Are you going to treat me to a bubble bath? Yeah! <laughs> she invites him back to her place for a bubble bath. She showers him, sponge baths him. It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. You can, you can tell it starts off grandma. as like this little joke. It's kind of like, oh, isn't this funny? This grandma is, and then she gets so horny. She gets a little rapey. She gets so a little rapey. Bit. And then it, her name is Grandma Bartoli, which is Ooh. perfect somehow. Uh, and and she just keeps on pushing her luck. And to the point where the only other time I've seen Chris Pontius uncomfortable is when he does party boy to Johnny Knoxville in the shower. In this one, he absolutely looked uncomfortable by the end of this. In spite of that, I hope he fucked her. I yeah. really, I hope he fucked her. Well, at least got to, like, at least she hopefully blow dried him down, then blow jobbed him off. You know what I mean? Ooh. The little oh, blow dry blow you, job. If you're going to go that route, I got to say the dentures are off, boys. And oh, fucking I don't, I don't Mac, know. Baby. I don't know if either of you have fucked with uh, Dallas reruns on the TV before, but no. uh, call it a jizz rocket because someone's about to shoot JR. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Dallas references. I hope grandma has life alert. Hey, that's a good one. I honestly, I, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, she was giving out some weird vibes, obviously. But eventually, a lot of us are going to get married. Sometimes we'll have a full life partner. I hope that when my partner is Grandma Bartoli's <laughs> age, she is like Grandma Bartoli because she yeah. is DTF yeah. and mm -hmm. I am into it. Yeah, absolutely. Just got to lube that fucking dry prune up. <laughs> We're all going to need help with all of our bits and pieces uh, at yeah. that age. So uh, that that's age, all it Jesus takes. Christ, yeah. fuck. I'm fucking way behind the curve at this point. <laughs> that brings us to our sponsor, Blue Chew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Boys, I'd say all I got to say before I rate this is call 911. I'm stuck in a dry crevice, and it's not because I was out rock climbing. I'm going to give this stunt a solid right down the middle, five and a half, just about down the middle. I'm going up a point because uh, horny grandma was funny. But other than that, like if we're looking at it as an ice block sledding stunt, didn't have much to offer for me personally. Yeah, I think you got to take all of it in together. I think I think the the addition of Grandma Bartoli definitely helps. Uh, doesn't make it outrageous, uh, but I'm giving this one. I would have given it less than a five if it weren't for Grandma Bartoli, but she brings it up a bit. I'm giving this one a five out of ten. Yeah, I'm going five out of ten as well. Uh, the only thing about the ice blocks that I found interesting was like how fast they actually moved. Like that was yeah. pretty impressive. And aside from that, and Grandma, there was there wasn't much else. I'm going a five out of ten as well. That's fair. That is fair, boys. And uh, well, that's it. We're fives across the board on there. Five and a half for me. I say we all deserve a virtual uh, high five. Fist fuck. Okay. Finger yeah. fingering. Why not uh, all of them? Why not all of them? Something. I, this is this is rough, boys. I I hate saying goodbye to the end of a season of Jackass because it means we're a little bit closer to not having anything else to talk about. But uh, hey, yeah. don't get down, listener. We are on the heels of something brand new in our next episode. Uh, so I just want to tease that real quick. Mikey came up with the idea of doing something he does over on the Retrograde podcast, 
which is yeah. a bit of a draft. So we're going to go through season two, pick up some of our favorite stunts and try to come up with a, what are we doing? A top five list here, boys? Top yeah, five? Yeah, basically we're envisioning that we're creating our ideal episode using the best of the best stunts from season two of Jackass. And if you guys like it, let us know because we can always go back and do that for season one. Maybe go back and do that for season three once we're finished that. Uh, and then, hey, maybe uh, an all-timers list once we're uh, running out of more content to do. But, you know, I was looking at the list, the schedule that we have of upcoming episodes. We have a lot to go through still, even mm-hmm. once Jackass yeah. is done. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to get into some of the new and different stuff as well. Yeah, we'll be doing Wild Boys, Viva La Bam, any single possible thing that's Jackass related. You guys, I know you're not sick of us yet and we ain't going anywhere anytime soon. We're going to do actually before before Viva La Bam, we're going to be doing uh, uh, Bartoli's but, Cannoli, which is yeah. uh, Grandma Bartoli's <laughs> sex tape. Yeah, uh, I... <laughs> Mikey, that's supposed to be exclusive, like, members-only content. You're not supposed to talk about that. Right, sorry. That's Podcast. on our OnlyFans account. Oh you got to go to OnlyFans yeah. to check that we out. We're pay for that. <laughs> that. That is a good name, though. Dude, that's beautiful. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, is she Italian? I, I'm Bartoli assuming with the name Bartoli. Like it, yeah. Yeah. A little Maybe. cream puff cannoli. Like, I'll order one of those. Yeah, I'm having. I'll have, yeah, exactly. Well, Jay, we we had a question uh, last oh, week. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Answers. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'd I'd love to I'd love to go into that. I have one from Twitter. My favorite one. I will read off. The question was: You're going onto the lake jump, and you can choose to go off on whatever you want. Uh, famous commenter horse eggs at horse underscore eggs on Twitter gave an image of, believe it or not, a stuffed horse, a stuffed pink horse, uh, that they're going to ride off. So kind of off there with chief Roberts on a little pink stuffed horse. I like that one. That was my favorite choice so far. Pink stuffed. Yeah, that's good. It's a good visual. Um, I, and I have a question for the next week going into it, guys, we're done season two. You've heard the episodes. You've probably gone back and watched it. We want to hear your favorite stunt from the season and why. That's the question we're going to leave off this season with, and we will read your answers on the next episode, like Dr. Dre. Smoke weed every day. (laughs) Thank you. I was waiting for that. Uh, (laughs) And that pretty much wraps it up for another episode of Jackass. Ah, man. I am excited for this next episode. Be sure to join us. We'll recap the best and come up with our draft. There will be an all-out war between the three of us. Friendships will be broken. Brothers will get... uh, brother divorced and uh we've been trying for a while so this might be the straw Mm -hmm. and if chris gets mad enough he might just whip out the brain on camera for all you there there ain't gonna be no fucking science or no fucking knowledge in my answers i'll tell you that much i'm no fucking nerd i said it before i'll say it again no one's wilder than the wild boys (laughs) boys that just feels good to say (laughs) last question though before before we sign off last question grandma bertoli would you 100 percent 100%. 100%. All right. I'm glad we're all on the same page. And that is it for another episode of Jackass. We'll see you next week. Same time. Until then. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. Bye. I'm Chris the Grandma Fucker. <laughs> yes, you are, you dirty this boy. This is Jackass. Looks like there's gonna be a brawl. You playing something good? Hell yeah! Rolling Stones, street fighting man, G. Stephens. You just hit G. Eight. If you like pina coladas.
you get a pool cue. Note to self, learn to fight. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it! This was a Press X for Sound audio production.